Evening everyone, welcome to GCP, or Craps and Claps 2.0, as we might call this one, as the titles restarted. Uh, we're in Huddersfield, it's me, Andrew. We've got Mike with us, hello Mike. Hello Andrew. You well? I'm very well, thank you. You're on the colt there. Yeah, pacing myself because it's the uh, old NFL tonight, so... It's a late one, isn't it? It'll be a four o'clocker in the morning when that's done. Yeah. Yeah, I've got tomorrow morning off work, so going to see it straight through. Um, so we're currently in the Fox Bar, uh, regular haunt of yours, I would say, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Good music, good beer. What do you want, really? Well, and we've got our Jeff here. Hello, Jeff. What more could you ask for on a Sunday evening? Well, good drink, Jeff. There were because tidal started earlier. There wasn't uh, much to uh, visit, was there? Well, some places open at one, so at three, etc., etc. So we were scrabbling around, weren't we? Yeah. The, what was that? The uh, what's that Donna Summer place called? That shop. Well, Venn Street. Venn Street. Street yeah. yeah. You said it like it only opens up. Odd times now. Yeah, I think it's only when there's a gig on. Uh, I'm not 100% on that, but that's what someone told me, yeah. Um, I mean, even before that, the times I went in, it was always dead. It's a big place as well. Yeah. Very big place. Um, but that's where some places are going now. Mm. Under. Um, Jeff, we arrived. As he found a penny on the floor. Um, Jeff, we arrived in Huddersfield at 12.10pm. And we went to the King's Head. Regular yeah. haunts, usual starting point. Rather quiet, but they've got a heavy rock band on between four till six, full tilt, and the um, the support act is the pies and fat sausage roll. And the, fat uh, sausage roll, yeah, yeah. yeah. So fat uh, sausage roll, you make the rocking world go round. Um, beer in here was nice. I thought I had um, a Bingley Brewery fractal. Uh, which is 4.3%, £3.60 a pint. I think you always get an exceptional choice of beers, reasonably priced, not taking the piss or anything, yeah. I like it, but it did seem a bit empty, a bit quiet. Well, it had opened up, it just opened up at 12 o'clock. It could probably do with some sort of music going on, I think, to liven the atmosphere, but apart from that, I like it as a good starting point. It's a grand building. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the train station waiting room. Yeah. And it still feels a bit like a train station yeah. waiting room. Yeah. So. yeah, I'd agree with that. So, I thought, I thought very good pints in there. And then we went to the uh, Weatherspoons uh, where Mike met us, uh, which is the Lord Wilson, which is next to the, near to the venue, the uh, parish. We did go into the other Weatherspoons, but the choice was shit. So, the Lord Wilson had a uh, Phoenix Brewery, double gold, 5%, at 179 a pint with your 50p off, Jeff. Cheers from Tolkien's. Not a problem. Uh, one of the best pies I've had today. Mm. I could not fault it. Absolutely. For a wedding spoon, you're going. Oh, it's you know, it's on its way out to whatever you know for the price and that. But for that price, one seventy nine. Phoenix Brewery, funnily enough. Rochdale. Rochdale. Travel all the way to all this way. Um, yeah, a really Quick, good pie. Question for you, Mike. Is that like Screen Pub uh, um, open around the corner? It's like a bloody um, like a studency pub. Um, there's a warehouse around the corner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is that still open? Yeah, still going. That's one of the busiest uh, places in Huddersfield, to be honest. All oh, right. But, yeah, there's always there's always people in it. Right. Hmm. Might have to visit there in uh, February. But we went to the parish 
for the uh, the new the new dawn of tidal. Yeah. Um, new dawn. So we wondered what general seating was at fifteen quid. It's standing basically on the. Uh, so uh, away from the entrance area, it was the other end where they used to be seated. It's now all standing. Um, what do you think of the setup, Mike? Uh, I was a bit wary at first, uh, but one thing I always thought under the old arrangement with it all being seating was um, you are just limited. You're limiting your capacity yeah. immediately. Um, yeah. So it actually turned out a bit better than I thought. Um, still a bit odd. The opposite side where there was seating. So, so they made their own entrance now, aren't they? Instead of I just said to you earlier, like it looked like the wrestlers were just coming out of the kitchen. Yeah. And making an entrance where it actually looks like a like an entrance way. But two wrestlers. Uh, over. Uh, well, after their match, went back the old way and then yeah. realised they couldn't get that way. You know, embarrassing them to come back and, yeah. and, and you know, so it was quite funny. But yeah, I think it, I think it worked. Um, I mean, the thing with standing it as always is, you, you know, if you get stuck with someone tall in front of you, you, you kind of screwed. And I say that as someone reasonably tall. So it takes a bit of kind of self-organisation to let people yeah. who are a bit short get in front of you and whatever. And stood at the side of us too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Um, Rick, Rick the Rock, who was there today, he said, when I told him, oh, it's a fiver extra to sit over there, and he said, I'd probably pay that. Yeah, but he ended up sitting down on he the little do. step, so he got a front row seat yeah. for, for the yeah. same price as what we paid yeah um, Jeff do you enjoy the setup uh, similar it's a different configuration um, like where we were stood up and I was like I'm a bit apprehensive to be honest because obviously I think like you said people have to organise where they stood and all that if they stood behind two six footers like me and you know I mean it's not fair on them people they no the, I, they I mean I know they paid the money etc you know they stand where you stand but um, I did feel for those people um, but it was what it was It, but he did have a, a good view I enjoyed it. I did think eventually, as a like a setup, it, it it gets more people in. Yeah. To be honest, and good on them. So net, they put an extra twenty or thirty on the gate. Easily. 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 Yeah. I bet this is the most I've seen that the new actor. Yeah. Since Tidal went. Yeah. I think you said Mike it holds. In about 250 like fully yeah, and you, say say, that, you yeah. said you've seen it really packed in there yeah where... that's for gigs yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did a rough head count today and there's about 110 I'd say whereas old Tidal you were getting about 50 60 I think. maybe 80 at a pinch yeah a good show a good show 80 um, I guess that's the other thing there was never and you think this this time last year when we, when we were there um, it probably got about 40 maximum and I remember sitting there thinking fuck yeah well something they we said oh you know they, they got you remove the seating because you can get more people in well the old title never needed to get rid of the seating because it's not like people were you know struggling to find somewhere to yeah, stay you know there's exactly. always space one yeah um, um, drinks in here started off with the verdant extra bulb um, which were, uh, generally everything were like a fibre pine, fibre can. Jeff had like the magic rock stuff. There were chocolate orange dark arts on there. 
Um, there was a 10% verdant in there and the barman said, you know, it's 10%. And they're like, oh no. And so I gave him the cloud water instead. Poor, poor, poor Jeff having to suffer with cloud water, which all tastes the same. But, good selection of drink. So, um, some of the songs uh, before the show start, <laughs> I didn't know what this one was until uh, you showed us mine, which was Hailstorm Steeple. Not a bad tune, that one. No, they added, uh, I uh, listened to the album that came out last year. can't remember the title of it now, but I'd never heard of them before. Mm. But I was pretty impressed. The rest of the stuff is, is you know, in that similar vein. Yeah. Just kind of hard rock with a female singer. It's good. But, but there's, na- a, there's a, um, a prevalence of that sort of type of music, though. I think it's got its own genre as well. I'm led to believe where it's like a, a female singer, but she's quite operatic, mm. you say? Yeah. Yeah. I've also heard of Ailstone, but they're all like drinking songs, apparently. They are, yes. Um, so the main tune now for Tidal to come out is not that. <laughs> You, know, you remember the, t- yeah. the, the bit of do, 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 do. It's now Doug Williams' old entrance theme, Song 2 by the Yeah. Um, which is a tune from uh, FIFA 98 Roll to the World Cup, the greatest football game that ever was. Yeah, Ring Announcer's got to get out there quick si- smile because it's not very long. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's, 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 on it's two minutes. minutes. <laughs> Simon Hill, the host. Now, Tidal generally didn't have a Ring Announcer. No. How did Simon do? I thought he was very professional. I thought it was good because he was—he um, didn't really detract from anything. No, he's not, he's, he's, he, he didn't go down the my friends. How no, are no. my friends? Hiya, hiya. Yeah, um, yeah he didn't go down the smallman thing. room. He just did ring announcer. Yeah, he was just on the right side. He made some little comments and observations of his own, which gave you know sprinkled a bit of personality into it, but it didn't go overboard. Mm. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, like I think, like uh, Mike said, I, I didn't want it to cross it like, uh, "Come on, everybody," which is somewhat, you know, like yeah. you know, like a family friendly crowd or a mega slam crowd sort of thing. I, Sometimes he was going, and please, for God's sake, get your hand out your pocket, like you're, you know, you're not interested to be there. You've got your mic in one hand, project with your other hand to the crowd and yeah. it's, it's talk to people like that. But don't that, have your hand in your pocket because it just looks like you can't be asked. Right. But that is something what, what you just said. You know, the crowd was a much more family crowd yeah. than tied previous title yeah. shows. A lot more kids there, a lot of older people there. Yeah. Um, we so. met we met our mates from uh, last time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who give us the like the fingers from the other side. Like, fuck off. And the sinners and they said they go into every show and what have you. Good to good of them to uh, let on. Acknowledge um, you. Yeah, acknowledge me, <laughs> you know, title chief. But I, I thought Simon was very, uh, very good. It's similar to um, the real deal uh, Neil Steele, who used to do uh, GPW, also did um, Future Shock as well as a, as a host. So here we go. Now we'll say they're near enough started on Brit Rest time. Yeah. Maybe a couple of minutes late, but we'll have that for a first show. Yeah, very definitely. good timekeeping. Yeah. First match. Ali Lovelace, uh, Lovelace or Lovelace, uh, with Alex Lockhart versus Rita Slayworth. Now, Rita has a bike and Marigold's mic. What did we think of uh, this? Uh, So, the two newcomers to Tidal. Yeah. Oh, all three. Uh, All three are. 
So, um, Mike? After chatting about it earlier, I think I was a bit more um, up, up on this match than you were. I think, you know, it wasn't the greatest match of all time, but I didn't think it was that bad. I like the Rita Slayworth character. Uh, she's got a bit of something there and a bit of charisma. Wasn't sold on the manager guy. Um, he didn't do was, much. No. Um, he needed to project himself more, I did feel. I mean, I don't know anything about any of these competitors. No. They struck I, me I th- as... I, I think Rita Slayworth I've seen on a, like a promo photo or a, a match photo for Pro Wrestling Eve. Right. So she has been around a couple of years. They struck me as uh, inexperienced, but I don't mind that. You know, you, you're going to have inexperienced people on a card. You I, like I, to see them grow and get better and whatever. I, I, will, so. I will always say this. Now, we always remember, we always say this about Rio. We was in there when she started and you see, oh, very inexperienced and thinking, oh, God, not, not make anything. And just seeing her grow over the last few years, bloody hell, she's doing soldiers a pound now. Yeah. It's like, prove, it's sort of like prove us wrong, sort of thing. And she told, she told me has. But, um, excuse me. Um, I did think we'd reach the Slayworth. Good personality. Yeah. I could gravitate to, gravitate to her as an act. Um, and her opponent. Didn't show much for me. Sorry to be negative. Yeah, the one thing I'd say about it is uh, I don't think that was the right match to open with. It's I'm maybe a proponent of opening about... with a bit of a banger to get the crowd really yeah. going and everything. Yeah. So I think they're in a the first, tough position. The, fir- the first match is always the. the, the, the they always say the first the match crowd. and the last match, yeah. don't they? So I thought they were in a difficult position with the crowd not yet warmed up and everything. Um, but, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, there was one person who stuck out who was Rita Slayworth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice character, 1950s cleaner or whatever she is. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, she was the one who stood out for me. Really good girl. There wasn't much there, to be honest. No. No, it was, it was, it was a, I'm not saying a carry job, but... There was one person you take away from it. An odd sort of opener for me. Yeah. You know, new dawn, new tide like that. You want to come in there and you want to come in firing. And, yeah, it'd, and be, this, it'd be obviously the second match you'd want to come in firing with. The first bit is the first match. Yeah, probably the wrong way around, but hey-ho. Hey-ho. Um, so Rita won with the big splash um, to get the victory here. Second match. Do, 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 do. I'm like the race. I thought you were going to go into the rap then. When I say when I say that. Oh, one, two, one. Man like the race. Um, versus a mystery as Nico Angelo wasn't there. So who is the mystery? Well, it's the one and only Leon Slater. Leon Slater. Yeah, it's funny because we, uh, before the show, we were talking to say, Doris against uh, Nico Angelo would be very good. That would be a decent match. So when he said, oh, he's not here, you're like, oh, that's a shame. I was looking forward to that. Mm. And then when you'd see the replacement, you're like, yeah, this is, it'll do, it'll do <laughs> me. This is a step up, really, isn't it? So, uh, well, they're actually the main event of Wrestle Carnival uh, for Doris's title in Wrestle Carnival right. um, this evening. 
Mike, what did you think of this uh, match? Uh, Doris, I think the um, the heel here. Yeah, well, he was kind of playing between the two, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah he, I, I felt like he was going to do a complete heel turn during the match, yeah. and he kind of teased it a little bit. But never, he said, I've been a bad boy there. in the last year. Yeah, so him saying, I'm going to be a good boy, that's my New Year's resolution. I thought that was setting up for a, you know, for him to go full heel, and it, but it did happen. I mean, the closest he got really was he, um, you know, he attacked him out of a, a breakup from the ropes. Yeah. Uh, but this was absolutely incredible match. I think, as the ring announcer said, that was a head. That's a headline. Well, it is a headline match. Yeah, <laughs> Another yeah. promotion today. It is a headline quality match and the match of the night. Um, absolutely brilliant. I mean, Slate has just been another year, level every time I see 18 him. Eighteen-year-old. Yeah. And Doris is, you know, we've raved about Doris before. Yeah. He's great. So put them two together, and you almost guaranteed a great match, and that's what we got. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Doris playing on. Oh, I've been a bit of a naughty boy. You know, obviously on Twitter as well. When they're slagging Ian off and not paying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not doing the promotional, the promotional tools of what they are expected. Yeah. Um, obviously, a different title, different titles, which they have. Let's commend Tidal on what they've been doing. Yeah, it, yeah well, well I, I, will, I, will, I will say that they promoted themselves very well on, on Twitter and also done promos as well with like some of the wrestlers. And it gets you interested for the show. Like the, the old Tidal from like, Temple of Doom, they'd already have the match card out for the next month after the show had finished, right? What a great show is next month, and you'd be, you'd be fucking buzzing, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, oh god, we're getting like Will Cruz against an import next next month, and and, uh, and this is, this is the stuff that a lot of wrestling companies should do. Like, we're going to Sod Pro next week, and that's what they did. They used Twitter in a great way, like try to get this, like get people through the door. And you see, with titles today they've got people through they've clearly done promotion outside of Twitter as well because there's a lot of people there today who ain't on Twitter yeah yeah Yeah. I've probably done local promotion or or just word of mouth or I think word of mouth between people who know people Ah. I've not been a funny comp but you know a lot of people were friends of friends and friends of wrestlers who, kn- who if knows? they're paying for a ticket, that's all that matters. As long as they're paying, I don't care. I mean, it packs it out. Yeah. For me, for being on the objective side of things, that's what I saw and what I heard, and obviously the reactions of when certain wrestlers came out later on. Mm. Um, and that's when the crowd were picking up the cell because obviously these friends, etc., associates or whatever, we're, we're behind these certain wrestlers. I'd like to see, for, obviously, first time, title, new dawn, etc. Let's see the second show. See what crowd they go. Back to the match, though, Jeff. Leon Slater and um, Darice. Uh, Leon Slater. Fuck me. I'll be honest with, I'll be honest with you. And Darice? Darice does not get the fucking plaudits he deserves. It's all about Leon Slater because they're all young years. Yeah. You know, the. the Darice interna- is young interna- himself, isn't he? International yeah. bookings he gets, etc. But Darice is right up there. And he should be the same. Personality as Personality well. Personality as well, wrestling ability. These two had a banger. Yeah. I, I was just thinking that fucking hell, how quick some of the transitions were during this match. You, were, right. yeah, you watched oh my God, the first match and the second match, but the second match blew everything away on that 
on, every, the, on the show. Pretty much everything on the card. They were ridiculously quick. Quick transitions. And, no, and there were nothing. Moves. There were nothing. There were nothing that made it like stalling or stalling just. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was bang, bang, bang. Everybody was into it. Everybody was invested. What a cracking match. Um, the, well, out of the first shows I've seen this year. Well, it's the first year, show. <laughs> this was top of the tree. Yeah. Um, it ended with DeRees catching out of mid-air Leon Slater in a powerbomb and then hitting the uh, 450. I thought this rocked as a match. Yeah. Can I disagree with that? Th- this is my grabs. Yeah. And, and there's a reason why the two are the fucking main ones in Britain at the moment yeah. on the scene. Yeah, who, just, you, who you should hitch your wagon to. They're just, for me, they're just fucking head and shoulders. Absolute head and shoulders. Anyway, freeway action now with the number one contendership for the um, title um, championship. It was, it was going to be a four-way. I can't remember who the uh, four. I think person. it was Jet Marshall. Jet Marshall. Yes, yes. yes did yes. not appear this season. Yeah. So we were left with Vusik versus Sean Only. No, he wasn't. Scotty Rock, who used the same <laughs> music, versus Dynamite Alihi off the four-seven-two. Um, Probably the same bus I'll be catching. I'll, I'll sit there and wait for yeah. two pounds worth. Hi, Lee. Mike, um, what did you think of this match up? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it's probably the second best match on the card. Yeah. I think they're all three talented wrestlers. I think I've only seen Dynamite Ray once before. You've probably seen Vu Six once as well um, last time. Yeah, I've seen him. I think I might have seen him at. Um, Somewhere else. True grit or something like that. Somewhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I think they did a good job of three ways sometimes tend to break he down into one, one person one, just one, sits one, out one. the ring whilst the other two fight and then they just swept places. Um, but they generally had kept it action and all the people involved all got the spots in. Um, and nice mix of styles, some hard hitting. Action, yeah, um, yeah, it's all really enjoyable, Jeffrey. I agree. I mean, you know, the probably the headliner at the three Scotty Rock, and that's how it ends yeah. up. Yeah, he, he does a lot of yeah, come on, Scotty Raw, yeah, yeah. Scotty Raw, yeah, yeah, but not to take away from the other two lads, Vusik, very good facial expressions when he's getting it. I, said, I know you, Andrew, you said very good facial, and you know, he can take that conversation where you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did when he got booted, booted off Scotty Rock like fucking hell he, he was projecting himself to the crowd like oh, fuck me that hurts sort of thing yeah. and thought very good yeah all, th- all three Dynamite well. Lee's good Dynamite Lee I'm not going to say he's come and leaps and bounce like I normally say you know, Indeed, yeah. that's my usual uh, catchphrase but yes I mean you watch him at Future Shock and we've watched him grow and that's where I've seen like him catch, Future Shock catch yeah, as well so, catch yeah. as well and he's got in a really, really, really good, well-rounded wrestler. I think, I, I, I think first time we saw him, we like a buddy, uh, Manchester Pro Wrestling Academy, like fucking about three, four years ago. Yeah. Fucking yeah. come, come on a lot. He's got to be one of those sleeper, sleeper guys, I think. Yeah. Who you're going to see around the place, and he's branching out now, obviously, to uh, to Tyler. He's and you're all sleeper and guys, I, where he's going to have a, a really good match every I, time. And I will say for him. He's on the ring crew at Red Pro. Good lad for getting in there. Because you'll, you'll get on the local, like the Sheffield shows, your Birmingham shows. Yeah. 
he's back the right horse. I think he's uh, a good. Um, so you got. Uh, is it Busick? Busick. Vusik. Vusik. Big bully Vusik. Uh, and Scotty Rock. Uh, it really works in their kind of completely different personalities. Vusik's the kind of stoic, quiet, just stare, mean stare kind of guy. And Scotty Rock's a high energy, don't stop moving and getting yeah. the crowd going or whatever. So that, that dynamic really worked. Yeah, really uh, good match. I think so, between all three. So it ended up with um, Lee got eliminated with a low blow and a roll up by Vusik. Um, there was a bit of, you know, like the Dawson costing, costing Vusik um, near yeah, the yeah. end. Um, and so Raw won, won with the Roundhouse kick to become the number one contender. Um, good match and also sets up Dawson versus Vusik for next time, which that's maybe something the old title never did was like build stuff for the next show. Yeah. There was a couple of things on this show where it built for... Right, right, these are going to be a couple of matches for next time. Mm. And, and I don't know if I'm a traditionalist, but I do like promotions which do a bit more storyline. It's not just match for matches. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a storyline doesn't have to be like some over-the-top, no. you know, you know, amateur dramatics. It's, you know, <laughs> he caused him to, he or helps cause him lose the match, so he wants to fight him. So mm. it's, it's pretty simple, really. Mm. So, uh, there you go. Uh, next up, Billy O'Keefe um, versus Welsh Rabbit, the Rabbit. What? Uh, right, me and Jeff have seen Rabbit before, about four or five years ago at Pinfall Pro Wrestling. And his, his character then was a bit more, a bit like a bin dweller. Um, we, we saw him in like a, a dumpster match against Sonna Derson. Right, it was it was very good. Um, I, I, I can remember him as a personality then, but seeing him now, he's, he's bulked out of it. He, I think he looks, he's a, different, he looks a different. He person. looks a different person now. Mm. Um, and the old character, as a character, he's one of the people I'll take away from today, thinking. I see him again. I don't know what you thought, Mark. On the first time you've yeah, it reminded me a bit of not just because he abyss. used one of his moves, abyss. but abyss. Yeah, he ran me abyss. Um, but this was they did exactly what they needed to do in this match. It was you know like the the big heel against the little all action baby face, and they didn't mess with the formula. <laughs> they just, yeah. just did what needed to be done. Yeah, it was an entertaining match, and yeah, he certainly got. The thing is, although we can say, okay, it looks like Abyss or whatever, but there isn't really anyone else on the British scene no. that's doing anything like that. No. So he's, he's, he's got a little niche for himself there. He's like picking his nose and fucking <laughs> scratching his ass and fucking, like at the end, he was pulling his armpit hair and well, it was eating a, it. For me, like he was wearing an old 1950s football on his head, but Stanley like Matthews it. used to fucking kick about, <laughs> you know, like a holiday, like a medicine ball or something. But yeah, fair play to you. It's a different look. Um, did you enjoy this match, yeah? Um, yeah, I thought, I, I'll be honest, I thought um, Rabbit should have turned through a bit more, but... I think it should have been a bit quicker myself, yeah, like that, a bit that, of a, more of a squash for him. That's for me, that's for my, um, for my recollection and my thoughts, yeah. Um, well, after the match, Rabbit, who lost, um, Keith um, pulled Rabbit's mask over his eyes and uh, rolled him up. And after the match, Rabbit twats a trainee. 
He did, did he? It was like it was, it was a plant in the crowd. That was the guy. But well, it, it but, was a little, a little guy who got absolutely banjoed. But one of me knows this rabbit character. Rabbit is a character in half. Yeah. So just he stood out. He did. I think where we're seeing him again. It's a PCW's Road to Glory. Yeah. Next month. Yeah. Or the month after. Uh, March. March. Yeah. yeah so um, next up. TCW um, title women's um, championship, which was uh, Natalie Sykes versus Camille Hansen versus mystery opponent, which w- w- wasn't advertised, which was um, Daisuke Sekimoto. No, it wasn't. It, is it the Rascals? No, it's not. It's Gia Adams. He uses the same entrance theme as the others. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, Gia Adams was on the last show, wasn't she? Yes. So it made, kind of made a bit of a sense for it to be involved. Um, I thought this was all right. I thought the Carb, what was he? Camille. Uh, Camille, not seen her before. Um, again, seemed to be more on the inexperienced side. Um, but it was an all right match. Again, they avoided the triple threat thing of just one person sat on the outside whilst two people have a regular match, <laughs> periods. So it was well put together. A uh, good mix of people, you know, you've got, uh, you know, Gia Adams, big, powerful wrestler. So you've got a mix of Camille, styles. Big, and, big, powerful. Yeah, Natalie, and, and Natalie not big, big and powerful. The underdog. Yeah. Um, and pleased to see her retain because I think she's a pretty good champion and always been a, a title stalwart. When, when, when they were bringing a mystery opponent out, oh, bloody hell, have they put tenor in Ivy's bloody wage packet? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> too, oh soon, too, too, too soon, too soon. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it ended up. Uh, I thought it was fine as a as a match. Um, Sykes ended up winning uh, with the arm. I think that's the main thing. I think we're too quick to judge about the new title where they're getting rid of all the old champions, like they did on the show before. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think. Well, to be honest with you, I think now Sykes is the only girl. Or the only girl or the only person who's kept their championship through to the new round. Yeah. She is, isn't she? Yeah. Well, well, we'll get into the next match where... Spoiler alert. I'm going full Phil Scolari here with the fucking... So, five-team gauntlet now. The champions, Reese and the Rogan, versus a multitude of wrestlers. Um, yeah. So, started off with Odyssey. Which is probably a nightclub in Wigan. <laughs> um, I couldn't remember much about Odyssey. No, so they were a mixed gender team. Yeah. Um, she loved to flex her muscles. Uh, Marina Shafia. Yeah, she looks a lot like Marina Shafia. She was built, you know, she had yeah. a lot of muscle on her, didn't she? Um, they were alright. She, she impressed me more than the guy from yeah. the, the team did. Yeah. Um, and this was this was all right. I think obviously we'll go through it, but I think Reese and, Reece Reece and Rogan were our guys. The bits with Reese and Rogan in were pretty good. Were pretty good matches. Um, and then after that, it kind of it, it wasn't as good. I don't think. <sighs> Next opponents. You're very generous, there, Mike. <laughs> Next opponents, Jeff. So after Reese and Rogan eliminated these with the 3D, um, it was Progressive Overload. What a name. Um, I'll, I'll be a bit tight here and call them progressively shite. 
Um, no, because they've got, if they were shite, they've got to... I mean, they were shite, they were progressively worse. <laughs> These weren't good. Sorry. No, they were just two young lads, weren't they? Um, I mean, we were talking before this show about, with this many wrestlers on, you know, how do you make it financially viable? And I guess one of the ways is you get young, inexperienced wrestlers on who aren't going to command the same fee as the kind of wrestlers we used to see in a title. Um, so you, you I mean, know. there's some we've taken out of it thinking they're all right. Yeah, yeah. they've been given exposure on yeah. the show and that. But I didn't think these were, honestly, lads, I don't think they were ready for I me. think one of the issues, uh, and this is not necessarily anything to experience, but both these first two tag teams, they they didn't seem tag teams. They're just two no. single wrestlers yeah. thrown together into a team. And I much prefer, an, you know, like Reese and Rogan, they're a tag team. Yeah. You know. They look a tag team. Yeah. Whereas these two were like t-shirt crew um, sorry just our opinion um, anyway they, they got booted out quickly uh, but they was a part of like um, attacking Reese and Rogan leaving them laying with um, a chair I think chair shots mm. and next out Tidal old guy Mike Bird everybody's heard about Mike Bird the old ginger Jesus from the stylish years um, and his uh, partner, Mr. O'Grady, not Chris O'Grady, Rochdale legend up front. Um, so it ended up with um, Mike Bird and O'Grady eliminating Reese and the Rogan easily after a progressive overload. Attacked uh, Reese and Rogan after the bell. This is where I felt disapp- disappointment. Disillusionment. Yeah, if you're going to um, put Reese and Rogan out, the champions out, who, who popular at title, been champions for a while. Yeah, about a, is it, is a year, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd rather see him go out kind of on the shield kind of way, you know, um, you know, beaten one, two, three in the ring rather than just, you know, as a result of shenanigans going on. We'll set up a match down the line. Yeah, and I don't mind it because, I mean, it's O'Grady... Didn't really know anything about him. Um, he was alright. He was alright, but I do like Mike Bird. Mike Bird's good. You know, he's a good wrestler, he always has been, so that's fine. Right, the next opponent. Simon Miller. Why? And wrestling memes. Hashtag. And they were fucking around on the thing to get the hashtag. Were they? You know, yeah, in a, I went. I went to Bath because I was all, yeah, it's all disappointed. Like, like, uh, my boy's lost. You went down for a... a a solitary pint. It was sort of hashtag how do they do it with their fingers and all that and it was but I said that the the crowd or the imports the import crowd <laughs> the import the import crowd were fucking unbelievably behind these two. They've got a big following on Twitter. Yeah, they got they had a big following in fucking title today, to be honest. Yeah they were well behind them, you know, why, what, where and all that shit. I don't know what wrestling means in catchphrases. Mm. Means. What did you think of them, Jeff? Anyway. Um, Miller's all right. This, this is honestly, this is where the match picked up. Yeah. Um, Simon, Simon, Miller, Simon, Simon Miller's good, isn't it? Simon Miller's great. He's fucking. He carried that fucking match. To be honest. Some of the as soon as he got the hot tag, it's like. 
right. just, <laughs> it's just the explosiveness of the guy and everything, you know, and he, he literally carried that fucking match. He was great. Means? Yeah. I've never I've, seen I've, him before, I'm not really bothered, but yeah. Simon Miller, props with. Yeah. I've not seen Miller before, but he was probably the most over guy on the show. Hmm. Um, crowd looked it was, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Then, but then two come in, when it, and you heard it from behind us, with the travelling fans. Yeah. They were fucking well behind these two. The thing I'd say about wrestling memes, I've not seen him before either, but I think, like, he's called wrestling memes, so I assumed, like, his gimmick would be he'd do wrestling memes. Maneuvers of wrestling. Tropes, you know, like, cliches or whatever, you know. And But he was just a normal wrestler. Like, I didn't get why is he called wrestling memes and he just comes in and does normal yeah no it's a big thing on Twitter when right. he does like like sh- look, look, look through his Twitter thing and yeah he'll find the reason why. yeah he'll find the reason why what's the reason why Andrew why I'll tell you why it's not no no no, no. <laughs> in other words what you're saying is you've not fucking booked either I know I know he's a big he is a big thing on Twitter that's his that's uh, all you're saying Andrew you're like a politician I am I, I, I'm just <laughs> uh, but anyway Bird and O'Grady won when Bird hits the bombs away on means I, I love to see a good bombs away for, oh, Doug, oh what, yeah that was really good the, yeah, the yeah. second Doug Williams uh, reference today after song two um, I did put happier they won than Miller and Memes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know what you're saying. It's like it'd be like the populist team winning. Yeah. I think it gives the baddies win, and then it gives somebody, you know, or other teams something to chase. Yeah. Reese and the Rogans got to get the rematch next time. Well, I think they've got to go through the the ones that cost them first. Yeah. And then take it on from there and spread it out a bit. Next up, we've got two matches left now, so we'll uh, finish these and then go to the next pub. Um, Joel Wade versus Prince Dean. <laughs> Prince Dean, Mike. He's a character, isn't he? He's, I don't even know where to begin like describing him. Bubbles over his ass. He had a bubble oh, machine on his back. He was dressed in, like, it's like a Mr. Motivator tribute <laughs> act. Um... He had a, a, hi, my name's Mr. Green. Prince Dean, yeah. Prince Dean, like a sticker on him, and on his, on his green jacket, or his shorts as well. He was basically the polar opposite of Joe Wade. Who was a miserable goth. Yeah. Yeah. Who were we behind? Joe Wade, because he's our own boy. Yeah. <laughs> what do we think? Um... Nice to see Joe Wade get a win. I think once he picked himself up, you know, and cheered up. Um, yeah, it was leasable. Yeah. Leasable, this one. Um, Prince Dean is a character. That's yeah. all I bought. There's a lot of characters. Yeah, I mean, he had a gimmick, and you know, he's very wide-eyed and emoting to the crowd yeah. and everything, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, it worked for me. The bell goes ding. There you go. Uh, so anyway, Joe Wade won with the big double stomp to get the victory. Uh, did put basic stuff. Um, Prince is another character, but maybe the wrestling just isn't there yet. Mm. Prince with a bubble machine out of his ass. That's uh, that's one of my notes. Anyhow, main event: Grand Pro Regular, Sam Gradwell, the Thunderstorm, the Yogurt Master, versus Tidal Chief, the head of the Tidal Table, 
Ace Matthews, the champion. What do we think, Mike? I was when he was announced uh, that Bradwell was going to be the, the in the title match. I was a bit nonplussed, but actually I was really impressed by him. I thought he was really good. You never seen Bradwell before? I've seen him on TV. I don't think I've seen him live. Right. Um, and on TV, he I've wasn't. Seen... When he was on the Brit Wrestling, he was never. He, even in like Future Shock, was he? Like when he was big on like GPW, you never seen him at Future Shock. And I think it was those big GPW matches with uh, Pete Dunn. Right? Pete Dunn, Flash Morgan, Webster. Yes. Like they bring and in that, the NXT UK and guys. That and... was for, for me and you. That, I think that was his coming out party as a wrestler. Where then you saw the difference. And. It was a shame he got injuries, weren't he? That? Yes, exactly. Yeah, he got a lot of bad injuries. Because at the time he were having a big feud with um, Johnny Brannigan, um, Heresy in uh, GPW, and he brought his mate in, didn't he? The Kodiak. He's a fucking nutter, he was. Yeah. yeah. Head drops are plenty. Yeah. He was crazy. Yeah, but um, saying that, yeah, um, yeah, Gragwell was just a step above in GPW. You could see that. You can actually see the work what he was putting in. You know, yeah. his, when he came back from injury, the shape of him, the work he was doing in the ring, he was excellent. Yeah. And this reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, Ace Matthews, or shall we call him um, Clinton Baptiste? Yeah. <laughs> or the title chief? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's always great, isn't he? You know, he's great on the mic, um, he's decent in the ring, knows his character. Um, and, you know, contra- again, a good contrast with Gradwell, who's just kind of a straight-up kind of meat and potatoes, tell-it-like-it-is kind of guy, so they contrasted quite well. Um, I, I, there was... The match was in danger of being kind of overbooked because they restarted yeah. it twice. It, it nearly turned into TNA. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, we, we found out the new Booker guys, um, Sean Only, who di- who didn't like authority as um, <laughs> as a, a as a wrestler. Yeah, as his gimmick. Now he is the authority. Yeah. Um, An oxymoron, apparently. So yeah, obviously uh, Ace won. Uh, well, lost by count out. Lost by DQ. Then uh, so they restarted the match and said no, no count out. Lost by DQ. So they restarted the match and said no DQ. Um, and then he took advantage, like any great eel does, took advantage of that and and still won the match. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good, entertaining title match. Um, what my seen a rematch between the two. Mm. Ace Matthews is very good in his role. Yeah, and he's another one who's projected himself on Twitter. It's very similar to Lana Austin in progress. Like got over like an online presence and. Mm. It, it, it works. It seems to work nowadays. Yeah, they're not just they're not just a character wrestler. Then the bell goes ding. They can actually work. Yeah. And leave that character to one side, and then put a shift in. Yeah. And that's what I like about Ace Matthews. Once you get past the you know the title chief or the inspirational speaker and all that, he can go in the ring. He really can. And with a match uh, with an opponent like Sam Greville, it made a really good match. I enjoyed it. It just made me remember a line from early in the show where um, Deree said, I don't want to abuse kids this oh, time. Okay. I was like, bloody hell. Let's not talk about that. That was uh, <laughs> It was funny, but you know. I know, that uh, that was a slip of the tongue. Uh, but, uh, too, uh, soon, too, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, well, well, too soon forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Uh, Which, funnily enough, I've seen a person downstairs who all had Demetri sauce, but never mind. All right. 
We saw Timothy Thatcher at the yeah, right. Yeah, Timo was there. The Timothy the Thatcher and Joe Hendry on the other side of the yeah, ring. Not so much Joe Hendry, but uh, a lad who looked like Timothy Thatcher on the other side. I was dying to get a photo with him, like we did when uh, a future shot when he was right, Rick Flair. Yeah. Oh, you got a picture of him outside. Oh, I you did, you yeah. ran outside, didn't oh, you? I fucking did, do. I had a rugby tackle on his. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he ended up with uh, Gradwell winning um, after raking the eyes of Sam and um, feet on the ropes to retain. So, end's title 2.0, New Dawn. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. And I'm feeling alright. Um, Mike, yeah. um, overall thoughts? Um, it, it was better than I expected because when you know someone is running the first show, there's always potential for it to be a complete car crash. It wasn't as well organised, entertaining show, some good matches. Um, I think they could have, did a good job with the presentation of differentiating themselves from the old title. Yeah. With a ring announcer, different music. They had lighting. Uh, yeah. They had a light guy in doing lighting. Um, so all just little things that, that told you this was a new dawn, as they called it on the posters. Overall positive, and I think probably the best thing I can say is um, I'll go back to the next one. Jeff, I'd agree with Mike. Um, I think I was going in trepidation because obviously we were regulars. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> things aside, um, yeah, we're regulars and. I don't know what I was walking into. I think you've seen a lot of the old title regulars, you know, um, I can't say removed or pushed to one side or whatever. And I don't think they were too happy about it, you know, after they've carried, no. them, they've carried them through the bad times, you know, and to, to see them pushed aside, I think was wrong, you know, on, on my uh, on my thoughts, to be honest, you know. They could have, uh, they could have handled that a lot better, uh, title management, but moving on. Um, yeah, a brand new start, a lot of fresh faces, some worked, some didn't, some really didn't. Um, but, you know, apart from that, I think I enjoyed it. And as Mike says, I think, um, in a way, I'm looking forward to coming back in February. Yes. I think I'll be back in February. Jeff hopes so, because you get a discount on the two together card on the, uh, the third off the train tickets, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably echo your thoughts. Not just being safe there, but I would echo your thoughts. It's generally what I Shoot think. from the hip, Andy. Um, uh, Let's not get cancelled this time. I know. <laughs> I don't fancy getting messages at like uh, 10, 10 o'clock in the morning while I'm at work when with, with, with my phone's in the drawer. I'm like, what the fuck has gone on here? And then by one o'clock, fucking uh, cancelling the podcast and... Uh, you know. Any more acronyms for Graps and Claps and GCP? That's all I, know. I don't Just know. Just in case. I did call this Graps and Claps 2.0, yeah. Oh, a new dawn. A new dawn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might do just for piss takes. For shits uh, and giggles. For shits and giggles. Nobody's shitting, nobody's giggles. The, they're right. not. Yeah. They're not. Um, but, cheers. Been emotional. Yeah. Where can we follow you, Mike, anyway? Um, Depending on how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, um, don't do a Campbell in the next minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter, but I hardly have music, to be honest. Uh, yeah, don't worry about following me. Okay. I've got nothing interesting to say he's, anyway. He's so. Mike Infinitum, if you, if you, want, if you <laughs> want to follow him. I know that. Jeff, where should we follow you? Where should we follow me? Send, uh, send, send all the grief to him this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. If you don't like it, yeah, send it to Jeff Ogden too. I'll have a The thing it. is, you can't DM now on um, Twitter unless you've already opened a chat with them, so... Can you not? No. Fucking hell, the things have changed on that Twitter with Elon Musk. Oh, he's a cunt. Oh, eight, well, I'll, tell you, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, 18, 18, 18 porn bots have uh, unfollowed me this week. Thank God for that. Um, yeah, they realise they're not getting anything. Is yeah. that what it is? Fucking I, hell. I've, I've fucking realised that for a while. That's why uh, you kept following them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jeff Ogden 2. Yeah, Jeff Ogden 2 for all your derogatory emails and DMs, please. Thank you very much. Uh, follow I'll me. put you straight, as my dad used to say. Follow me at... Uh, Ogden uh, Part 3. Og- Ogden Part 3, because that's not my Twitter handle. Uh, no, actually, follow us at... Uh, he should dig into it. At Great Bash Heel. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's one of the only mates you've got. And now I know. Just fucking sorry. You know, done that to um, scandalous. <laughs> Followers at um, yeah. There you go. GCP podcast one. GCP podcast one on the old Twitter. Um, cheers, Mike. Cheers, Andy. Cheers, RGF. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's been GCP. Thank you. Bye.